Hello friends, welcome to 1000 Words, Stories on the Way. My name is Matthew Clark. Thanks so much for stopping by today. Um, This week I'm continuing a special series of podcasts uh, to introduce you to the wonderful essayists who wrote for my new book and album project called Only the Lover Sings, Meditations on the Woman at the Well in Story and Song. So what I did was I asked some of my very favorite writers if they would listen to the album and pick a song that particularly resonated with them, and then just write a a responsive essay to that song. And then all of those essays were edited together into a book that goes with or accompanies this album. So... Um, And then this album and this book are the first in a trilogy that'll be coming out over the next couple of years. So you can find Only the Lover Sings, uh, both the book and the album, uh, online now. They're already released. And uh, the easiest thing you could do would probably be just to go to my website, matthewclark.net. And then from there, you can sign up for my mailing list. You can link to the book on Amazon, and you can link to the music on Spotify, or wherever you listen uh, to music online, uh, the album is there. So, And also, if you've read the book already, thank you. Thank you for reading it. And if you would, please take a few minutes to go write a review on Amazon. That really, really helps. Thank you. Think of the world the Lord has made As if it were a lover's bouquet Held out just to make the heart of God Plain in every beauty that you see So, this week, I want to introduce you to my friend Lanier Ivester. Like several of the writers on this project, I have to give credit to The Rabbit Room for introducing me to her work. That's where I first heard of Lanier. Uh, I think she was speaking at a Rabbit Room. uh, They have an annual conference called Hutchmoot, and I think she was speaking there. And I was so struck by Lanier's just rich and beautiful storytelling style, uh, her careful attention to the ways God has made us for beauty, wonder, and, and a deep, purposeful embeddedness in the life of God. And, and not in any abstracted or nebulous way, but through the incandescent ordinary And since meeting Lanier all those years ago, I've really loved getting to visit the home where Lanier and her husband Philip live in Georgia. Uh, Philip was even so kind as to introduce me to their very startling pet mongoose. But that's another story. But let me read a little bit of Lanier's biography from the book for you. Lanier Ivester is a homemaker and writer in the beautiful state of Georgia, where she maintains a small farm with her husband, Philip, and an ever-expanding menagerie of cats, dogs, sheep, goats, chickens, ducks, and peacocks. She studied English literature at the University of Oxford, and her special areas of interest include the intersection of Christianity and art, the sacramental nature of everyday life, and the truth-bearing witness of the imagination. For over a decade, she has kept a web journal at LanierIvester.com. And her work has also been featured on The Rabbit Room, Art House America, The Gospel Coalition, and The Cultivating Project, among others. Uh, 
She has lectured across the country on topics ranging from the meaning of home to the integration of faith and reason, and in both her writing and her speaking, she seeks to honor the holy longings of a homesick world. I love that last line, so I'm just going to repeat it. In both her writing and her speaking, she seeks to honor the holy longings of a homesick world. Yes, I think we all live uh, with such a sense of displacement from a home that we don't even know how to identify. And we have a hard time catching our breath in that gap between what was or ought to be and what is. And I think the woman at the well must have felt that that kind of homesick heartache in the moments when she thought of the gap between what she had hoped life could have been and how it had turned out. I mean, I, I feel that. And this is a story about how Jesus stands in that gap and brings an impossible beauty to bear, a beauty that bridges this unbearable distance, uh, calling us to hope again, to follow that homesickness as much as it aches towards the one who has come to lead us home to himself. So I got really excited when Lanier said she wanted to write for the song Every Beauty because I thought, yes, that's perfect. She will say just what needs to be said. And I knew that she would understand what this song is trying to say. That, uh, as the lyrics say, there is a highway through this world that opens like an aisle for a bride. And you can hear the song the groom has made threading through the patchwork of our days. Um, Because through every created and every sub-created beauty, beauty himself is calling out to us, coaxing out our broken hearts like a dove who's hidden herself in the rocks. And even though so much is marred, Still so much beauty persists, and if we listen and look, we can find a face communicating through this old world that is held out to us like a bouquet or even a ring offered by a groom to a bride. So, please allow me to introduce you to my friend, Lanier Ivester. She'll be reading a short excerpt from her essay, which is a response to the song Every Beauty from Only the Lover Sings, and it's entitled Egerton Hill. The beauties of Dorset had been summoning tears to my eyes ever since we first arrived. But this view, this sunlit, windswept moment, summoned something deeper still. It swelled from the marrow of my soul, bursting up in the cupboards of my mind, sweeping clear the very corners of my heart. Searing as grief, winged as joy, it brimmed to the surface as an instinctual reply. Two whispered words snatched away by the wind, yet reverberating silently in the golden air. Thank you. There was nothing else to say, nothing to do but receive such sublimity as the gift I suddenly knew it to be. It reminded me of the time, early in our marriage, when we had gone searching for C.S. Lewis's Golden Valley amid the rolling hills of Herefordshire. I had been sad because the day was gloomy, 
sullen mists punctuated by fits of rain. And though the verges of the lane were laced with fool's parsley and white with may, my heart had sunk a little at every bend. For ten years I dreamt of coming upon this place in the sunshine. It had been a symbol of sorts, a deeply personal image of my hopes for a future characterized by goodness and saturated with mercy. I knew God was good, of course. An irrefutable token of that goodness was seated across the car from me. And I knew that weather like this was the very thing that made England such a green and pleasant land in the first place. Nevertheless, longing flailed within, a wild bird beating its wings against the walls of my heart. We might never pass this way again. And it just seemed so unbearable that all my visions might be snuffed out by this soggy reality. Suddenly, emerging from a stand of sentinel oaks and beeches, the view opened up, and in that same moment, the sky opened as well, as if torn asunder by an eager hand. Sunlight rained from ragged bits of blue sky, piercing the landscape with golden shafts, while shadows of the shining clouds pursued one another over the verdant hills and down into the misty hollows. Light fairly rippled over the scene, glorifying everything it touched, and I caught my breath over a sob. Philip stopped the car, and I leapt out, hardly thinking but to inhabit that radiance, to let its benediction fall full upon my tear-stained face and upturned head. Running down the lane a few paces, my tears turned to laughter. The bird had escaped the cage of my heart, but the bird was my heart, and both were homing towards the love beyond all this beauty, the author of this light and the shepherd of these shadows. It was as though the whole vista was spread out as a banquet, inviting us to feast on God's particular goodness and to affirm that his love was indeed loveliest when glimpsed through the veil of our own tears. I returned to the car with a sober little smile and took my seat at Philip's side. I know, I said quietly, that God loves us very much. Thanks so much, Lanier. Uh, you can read the rest of that essay in the book, which you can order on Amazon today. And you can also watch the lyric video for this song, Every Beauty, on my YouTube channel. And then you can hear the whole album on Spotify, Apple Music, or you know wherever you stream music. So thank you so much, Lanier, for lending your words and your voice to this project. Um, so to close us out, I'd like to just read the full lyrics to the song that Lanier wrote to is called Every Beauty. It goes like this. Think of the world the Lord has made as if it were a lover's bouquet held out just to make the heart of God plain in every beauty that you see. Every star in the sky, every kind look in someone's eyes. He is calling out to you through the good things He's speaking through. Maybe there's a story that you've heard that opens up an aching in your heart where something like a light behind a door has made it through the cracks to where you are. There's a lump in your throat and the tears come to your surprise. Like there's some place that you belong with someone who loved you all along. Because every heart born on earth 
is so thirsty to be loved. But every heart gets so beat up till it's lost out in the hurt. And the heartbeat of our song as we try to get it back is the same tune that the Lord is singing back to us. Now there is a highway through this world that opens like an aisle for a bride. And you can hear the song the groom has made threading through the patchwork of our days. There's a table like a ring and a king down upon one knee. Hear the blood and body speak. Make the whole world our wedding feast. Okay, folks. Special thanks again to Lanier. Please visit her website, lanierivester.com. That's L-A-N-I-E-R-I-V-E-S-T-E-R. lanierivester.com. You can read more of her work there. She's also got several videos of really awesome talks that she's given at Anselm Society and in various places. All that's on YouTube. I'll link to those uh, in the show notes on my website at matthewclark.net. And uh, you can also look for her many articles over at rabbitroom.com. So again, go grab the book, Only the Lover Sings, on Amazon. Please do leave a review And I hope you enjoy the album uh, streaming online. Thanks so much for being here, friends. I will see you next week on 1000 Words. Mm